the show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say, let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome to your show, Mom. Channel Mom has been created and exists for moms like you. We, we want to be there for moms even when most of the media is not. I mean, really, a lot of the media, they want to sell you the soap and the commercials, but they're not there to encourage the mom, to advise the mom, to cheerlead the mom, to, to help the mom with their daily struggles, and, and to honor motherhood. And that is why we are here. And I love to get guests that I know are going to speak to the heart of a mom and where she comes from. Today we have a guest who's written a couple of books who, um, which have gotten a fair amount of attention because moms are hooked on them and they think, I need this for my babies, for my, for my kids. I, this is crucial to the, the future of my children. I'm going to tell you what we're talking about here in a second, but, but, uh, she also has a story that I was, con- you know, I found compelling. I thought, I think, just about every time I've heard a speaker or heard a, somebody on the radio or heard somebody on television, the thing that most appeals to me in some odd way is their pain. I, and that I think, okay, they've been where I've been in, in any you know form or fashion. Something about their story speaks to me because of the fact that they're willing to admit they've been through pain, they've been through sin, um, they've been through uh, having to get help for those things, and, and they're redeemed, bottom line. And and I think those stories provide us the most hope when we know we're not listening to a perfect person. And, and today's guest is one of those people. So let me tell you about her. Her name is Jennifer Palomino. She's the president and founder of PrayForYourBaby.com, and that's an online ministry that encourages parents to live godly lives and pray for their children. Jennifer is the author of Praying Through Your Pregnancy and also Praying Through Your Child's Early Years. We've got both of the books here, I guess. And she also has books to give away today. So stay tuned for the end of the show because we're going to let you know how you can get those books because she's kindly brought in a couple to give away today. And I know there are people out there that are going to want a copy of these books to make a difference in a mom's life and in the lives of their children for eternity. Uh, Jennifer has a husband named Dan. They live in Denver together with their two kids, Micah and Malia Grace, who I've met. And it's proof that the books, the advice in her books work because they're wonderful, wonderfully behaved children. The right side outside of the studio, not making any noise, which is really marvelous for an 11 year old and an eight year old. Is that right? 11 and eight. Yeah. Um, okay. Welcome to channel mom, Jennifer. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad to have you. Um, I've been wanting to have you on for quite a while. Here's the thing I love most about your story. And, I, and I'm always, we're on Christian radio, but I'm mm-hmm. always, always aware of the fact that any mom could be tuning into us. And, and right. we're not a show that says, you know, if you don't have Jesus, we don't want to talk to you. I, I, I was once a mom who didn't have Jesus. And mm-hmm. so I want to just say, listen to her story today because it will get you where you live because man, has she been through it. But she came out the other side. To be a mom who gets what we need to do for our kids so that they grow into beautiful, wonderful people who help the world. So, yeah. amen to that. So, tell me a little bit about your painful history as a teenager growing up in Hawaii and mm-hmm. what you went through and how that brought you to a need to, to give a different childhood to your own kids. Okay. 
Well, basically, I, like you said, grew up in Hawaii. I was lucky enough to live there. Um, when I was about 12 years old, I was with my sister one day. Now, we grew up in a Christian home. I have six brothers and sisters. And, you know, life was pretty good in Hawaii. But when I was 12, my sister took me with her one night uh, to her boyfriend's house. And I think my mom had just had a baby at that point. So she was really busy. And I was just kind of along, you know, being watched over by my sister who was 15. And she wound up leaving with her boyfriend. And she left me in this dark room with these five guys. And it was just like this empty apartment because they didn't have any money to even pay for electricity. So they had these candles all over the place and they were sitting on the floor. There was no furniture. And at one point, um, they were offering me, you know, have some booze and have some pot and, you know, and I decided, you know, I was like, no, I don't want anything. I'm 12 years old. And I was really scared and I scared the fact that my sister had left me there. Well, at one point, one boy suggests that I go try on a pair of jeans, which was really odd. And I was like, what do I do? What do I do? You know, the the bathroom was kind of down the dark hallway. And so I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just go pretend I'm trying them on. You know, I go in the bathroom, lock the door, and I have a candle with me because there's no electricity. (sighs) And it was just awful. And kind of a horrific scene. It really was. And I didn't know what to do. You know, I was 12. I know. And I thought, leave you know it was just really an odd weird situation yeah. i didn't know i was gonna be left alone of yeah. course but anyway so i quickly put them on they were huge i took them off and as i'm coming out they were all standing there and they were like fashion show you know show us what you know and i'm like no they were too big and what happened was is they proceeded to push me into the bedroom and so four of the boys threw me in the bedroom on the there was a bed on the bed and they proceeded to molest me and then after a little bit, this last guy, who I don't know who he was anyway, he came in and started pulling them off of me saying, no, 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 she's only 12, leave her alone. And he actually rescued me and got me out of there. <gasps> so, you know, I look back, I'm like, okay, God, you were even in that situation, even though yeah. it was so hard at the time. Absolutely. And then I sat there in the, the what they empty did, living room. What they did made you at yeah. no risk for, for getting pregnant? Or did he stop him no, before that? he stopped him before that. Okay. So thank the Lord for that. He did stop them. And so I went back in the living room and it was, you know, tearful. And I was just sitting there not knowing what to do. And thank goodness my sister finally came back. And I kind of looked at her and I was like, we got to get out of here. And we wound up leaving and finally going home. And I told her what happened. And she felt awful, you know. But she was really in a different place. She was a very messed up teenager and yes well and a lot of teachers are, and, teenagers are selfish and thinking only exactly. of themselves yeah and she really wa- did that night as well and she and we talk about it to this day and she's like oh jenny please forgive me you know and i'm like oh lord it, it's done it's so put behind us but anyway it that night really changed everything that was one of those really um monumental yeah issues or um, things in my life that really changed my outlook on men completely changed. So I was and very your, untrusting and not, and your value, yeah. like what yes. you could be valued for. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's where I thought, okay, so I guess this is all men want and this is, you know, what's important. And so high school started and at 15, I got a boyfriend, my first like real boyfriend. And he was a bit older than me. He was on his way to college. And 
I didn't know he had a bet going on with his buddies to see who can conquer the most girls. And so he, we went out on a date, got me drunk, and he date raped me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't tell anybody again. And, and I wish I would have had a closer relationship with my parents where I could say, hey, mom, this happened. But my mom was a wonderful mother, but she was really busy with all the other, other kids. little kids. So date rape yeah. is how you lost your virginity? Yes. Ugh. Yes. So that's going to change your complete perspective on who you are, yes. what your value is, yes. what you need to do to get attention. Absolutely. Uh, and, and so things were, mm-hmm. were not, you weren't sort of like this pretty little sweet Jesus girl and everything's great. No, no. So I mean, things, we had gone to church, you know, but it, I didn't have that relationship with God either. I really didn't understand that. Well, and if, even if you did, and this might have changed it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, so I want to be able to get to the message of your book, but yeah. for the next minute, well, a couple minutes before yeah. we have to go to break. Mm-hmm. I just want you to tell moms who are out there and, mm-hmm. and every mom has done something she's ashamed of or she right. feels bad about or she regrets or she thinks makes her not good enough for God, whatever well, it is. So where exactly. were you at for okay. those next couple of years? So those next couple of years, it got worse. So I started dating this guy in high school who I really felt hard for. He was like my love of my life, you know, yeah. and I did get pregnant. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that, of course, we wouldn't have the baby because growing up in a Christian home, I just thought, okay, I would have the baby. My sister had actually gotten pregnant yeah. at uh, 15, 15, 16, and she had her baby. So I just assumed that he's like, there's no way you have to get an abortion. And so month after month, I'm pregnant, going to school. My parents never knew. And I'm fighting this saying, no, I don't want to have an abortion. I want to have this baby. And his older sister got involved. And finally, I was four and a half months pregnant. Oh. I cut school and they took, she took me to Oahu, got on a plane. My parents never knew I even left the island and took me to this clinic. I cried the whole time. It was awful. And they just, in a sense, forced me into it. And I got back and I just had such a sense of hate for myself. And I thought, okay, there's no way I can go on. I'm not, you know, the weeks after that, I thought about and almost committed suicide, but I was actually scared because growing up in a Christian home and, and I thought it was kind of this twisted belief that I thought if I were to kill myself, I would burn in hell forever. So mm-hmm. that crazy belief actually saved, saved me. you. Yeah. 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 And, um, and then you, and let's just wrap it up by saying we've, we've only got two minutes left in this segment. You, you had a fairly promiscuous life. Yes. You worked in a kind of a promiscuous world. Yep. Correct. Yes, I did. I worked in a very high-end gentleman's club after that. I got into this whole fitness arena and competed for years, and I did not care at at that point. I didn't care, and I was so far away from God. But he is the Redeemer, and that's the good part. So, Amen, amen. And we're going to get to that in the next segment. I, I. I just hope that if anybody's listening to this in their car, on their computer, or on podcast, why, you know, you're on your elliptical or jogging or whatever, that you will hear Jennifer's past. And I know literally there are millions and millions of teenagers, mm-hmm. millions and millions Absolutely. of teenage girls that think all of the things you just described are mm-hmm. kind of normal and maybe yeah. even okay. Yeah. H- having sex at a very young age, um, dating a lot of guys, mm-hmm. um, getting pregnant and having an abortion. All of that stuff has kind of become a part of our teenage girl norm. Yeah. And so and so maybe they feel shame about it, but our culture's like, ah, it's all good. 
free sex, it's all it's all great. I'm not here to say, oh, no, it's not great, and I want you to feel bad about yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm here to say, Jennifer's been through it. She knew in her own heart that it wasn't good for herself, and God saved her from it. Yep. And so I want you to understand, as moms, whatever you've been through, there is hope for how you can mother, and the way in which you can teach your children, the way in which you can raise your babies for great things. And it all turned around for Jennifer. When she she got married, she found her, her good man and uh, had great little wonderful babies who are here today. And she's going to give you some of the best advice you've ever received for how to raise your children well, no matter what stage you're at. We'll be right back with Channel Mom. This is Jenny from Channel Mom, and if you're a mom, I know that you give your all for your kids, but sometimes it feels like no one even notices what you do. That's why we aim to give back to moms like you through Channel Mom outreach, coffees, and awards. First, our outreach helps moms with marital struggles, parenting issues, depression, and more with help from our amazing partners like Mops and Love and Respect. We also love to reward moms with our One Amazing Mom Award and a grant for single homeless moms. So go to ChannelMom.com to connect with our outreach or simply attend one of our Channel Mom coffees for inspiration and encouragement. Finally, I'd like to hear from all the moms out there. I'd love to hear your mom's story, what you need in your life, your advice, or what you'd like to hear on Channel Mom Radio. Reach out to us at Channel Mom, one word, on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And please come support us in our mission to love, coach, and encourage moms. You can come to ChannelMom.com and push the donate button and help us to continue ministering to moms. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. We're going to start right off with something I like to do in every show to remind moms that they're worthy of the red carpet and they deserve a standing ovation. Here it is, our mom applause. for you for all you do please know i mean really moms deserve applause for all they do sacrificially with love and and patience and and we're not always patient and we're not always loving but god bless you for all you sacrifice as a mom we are speaking with my new friend jennifer palomino who has written a couple of books that uh, have been very popular and moms have uh, grabbed onto for help in their pregnancies and beyond. Uh, first book called Praying Through Your Pregnancy, written with Carolyn Warren. And then the second book, Praying Through Your Child's Early Years, also written with Carolyn Warren. And she has amazing stories about the impact that praying through your pregnancy and then praying in the early years of your children, you can literally see the prayers answered and manifested. And it's, it's almost like miraculous. You say, you know, Lord, please help my, my child have a strong voice to help others. And then suddenly, you know, she sees her son and, and suddenly he's got this voice and he's defending others or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You can pray specifically and see it manifest, especially I think because um, children are such fertile ground mm-hmm. that you can see it happen that way. So right. I want you to tell us, okay. um, we, we, I just want to remind you guys, we've been through Jennifer telling her story. Where, where she was molested, where she was date raped, where she had an abortion, where she, she lived in kind of an adult world, where she was in a gentleman's club. She didn't care about herself. She felt shame, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. She found God. She came back to God in the midst mm-hmm. of that. And he changed everything for her. And he began to whisper to her when she, she found her man, Dan, mm-hmm. and she got pregnant with her first child and they went through infertility and all this other stuff, which I did too. Yeah. About what she was supposed to do as a mom just with a baby in the womb. 
Right. He was already showing you how to mother. So tell us about praying through your pregnancy. Well, he really, God really did show me because when I was pregnant, that was the hardest time in my life, I think, even more so when I was a teenager yeah. because I was so scared. I did not want to mess this baby up. I was terrified that the things that happened to me would happen to my baby. And so about five months into my pregnancy, I remember one night I went up to the room, Dan and I were in a fight, and I was just crying and crying on the bed. And I was like, I'm done. I can't do this. I am so scared. I don't want to. And I thought suicidal thoughts came in to my mind again. And I'm like, God, what do I do? You know, and, and I feel like Jesus met me there that night. He really did. And he said, you know what? I have plans for you and I have plans for this baby. And I'm like, yeah, sorry. And I look at my son now and he's, he's 11 and I can see so many of these prayers then that I pray throughout my pregnancy are coming true. And it happened right away. I mean, it happened his first year, his second year. I mean, the, the prayers that I pray, um, prayed, especially in the book, I could see, oh my gosh, okay, my son, I pray that he would have a strong, loving heart. And I can yeah. see that today. And he's such a caring and, and loving young man and so compassionate. And, and the same thing with my daughter. My daughter now is eight years old and it just blows my mind. I'm like, okay, God, you are so real. And yeah. it's just a wonderful testament that I think, you know, I always wondered before, does God really hear what we're saying? Does yes. he really hear? Yes, I think listen? we all do. Yeah. I think we do. You know, and, and I remember reading a revelation recently that, you know, before God's throne, there are these golden bowls and each prayer is written and put in there. And I just love that vision of every single prayer that matters. We pray. Yeah, it does matter. And then I think about like, you know, when are those bowls going to be full? And, and, you know, yeah. whose prayer is going to be the last prayer in there <laughs> yeah, yeah. before yeah, Jesus returns? Yeah. And so that's, you know, something I think about often now. It's glorious. I mean, it really yeah. is. I feel I, I, I have a family, a, a lot of folks who don't believe. And mm-hmm. and I think to a certain degree, they might even think um, prayer is basically non-essential and, yeah. and maybe even senseless. Right. Um, not all of them, but, right. but your book proves it. And, yeah. and I, I want to, by the way, if you're a mom of teenagers, like I am, yeah. I want you to say it, it, there, it's not over for you. No, you, I have been bl- um, blessing my children every mm-hmm. night, um, saying a blessing over them every night. And I can see how those prayers have manifested in, in the blessings Absolutely. I've said over them. And essentially that's what you're doing with the baby right. in the womb. I mm-hmm. want you to, for the next couple minutes, just mm-hmm. tell people how you went chapter by chapter. Okay. Um, and, and, and it was the coolest thing. Cause I thought she's telling you, you know, she's, she's going piece by piece through the pregnancy and she's saying, okay, now's when your baby's brain is being formed. Now is when your baby's heart is being formed. Now is when your baby's yeah. voice. And so you would tell them specifically how to pray so, for each of those things. Right. I did week by week. So it's actually, I think 42, 43 weeks. Cause yeah. I went over in my yeah. pregnancy, yeah. but I wanted to start with week one, you know, what is happening at conception. And I think it's week five, your baby's heart begins beating. So every week I had journaled and I I had no idea I was ever writing this book. Just so you know, God told me when I was actually, I was pregnant with Malia, I think. And I had no idea that I would, you know, write a book. And so I, God put it on my heart, but every week, week by week, what is developing in your baby? And so we pray specifically, specifically for that body part. And like I said, maybe it's your baby's heart, but maybe, you know, not only a strong heart that everything is working properly, but a heart for love for others and a heart that will go out and, you know, preach the gospel to people and, 
you know, things like that. Yeah. And then you're praying for it while yeah. it is being formed, which Absolutely. I found overwhelming, like uh, for their voice while it's being formed, yeah. the vocal cords are being formed and the mother's praying. I mean, I think that's right. fascinating. And I do want you to know we're giving away these books. So if you think of a mama that could use that, mm-hmm. please know that she takes you step through step, mm-hmm. um, wh- how you can be praying for specific things in your pregnancy. Right. I, I don't, I don't want to leave the moms hanging who aren't there, who've yeah. already had their babies. Right. So you start talking about praying through your child's early years. Right. You're thinking about also preparing moms about how to pray for this time in history Absolutely. over their children. So, right. so, so speak out to the mom today who doesn't want to give up like, oh, I didn't do it in pregnancy. We're, right. we, you know, it's over well, for us. The early years is zero through five years old, uh-huh. basically. And mm-hmm. so it's all those first things. And it, it's really, I think these books are great for first time moms or second time maybe. But the first time moms who like me maybe don't have a clue as to what's going on. I surely didn't. And I am still learning. I want you to know I am not an expert by many any means. I am just learning, and it's just uh, something God put on my heart. So we take you through, are you going to breastfeed or are you going to bottle feed? And either way is fine. You know, what does God tell you to do? And praying through every single thing when your baby is born, you know, up until the, the latter years. And I wound up actually putting on my website that prayforyourbaby.com. Now I have pray for your daughter and I have pray for your son as well. And I have a whole bunch of prayers on there that you can pray over your child at any age. So don't stop is the biggest thing I could say. You know, if you are praying, you just continue to pray blessings over them because our words are life. And we speak life into our children. We do. Yeah, we it's really big. do. I mean, are powerful. I could have you on for six shows because I know you've got <laughs> wisdom to pass on that moms need. And none of this is judgy. I don't no, want anyone to think no. like, oh, gosh, you haven't been praying. Well, then your kids aren't going to work no. out. That's not where we're coming mm-hmm. from. It's more like, oh, just grab hold of this potential blessing. Absolutely. Maybe, you know what? Even if you're not there yet, maybe if you don't even fully believe in God, yeah. try it. Just start praying to him That's for your children. Right. Yeah, because really, I was such a baby Christian at that point, And I didn't have a clue. And we had been going to church, but I had all that guilt and shame still left in my life. And I was just trying to figure out, you know, what is this walk, you know, Christian walk? What does it mean? And I was, you know, God sometimes takes us down to the very bottom of the pit. Mm -hmm. And when you just feel like there's nothing left. And that's when I feel like he just said, okay, look up, you know, Jennifer, look up at me and I'm going to help you. And I cried out to him. And that's when he met me where I was. Yeah. He really did. And I want to tell people, we only got about three minutes left, but... You, you tell story after story in these books about mm-hmm. ha, actual manifestation of the answered prayer. So a mom who yes. was told she could never have children and she had two yes. babies. A mom who was told her child was severely deformed and she ended up having that child and it was healthy. Yep. You were told your child oh, was going to be... My a, son, yeah, Micah, they told me um, there was something wrong. I had to go to genetic testing and they told me to get an abortion. And I'm like, no way, you know. I had been down that road before, but I would never do that. God says, you know... Every child is a blessing. Every child is a gift. Whether this child will be handicapped, I I would have kept him either way. Yeah. And they were wrong. And he was perfectly fine. I want to say yeah. this. There's so many in the medical community that are wonderful. Yes. And, and they yes, work with sorry. God. No, yes. no sorries. But I also want to say I, I myself was, mm-hmm. was asked to go through testing because I had my yes. babies later like you. Yes. yes. And, and they said, I said, why? And they said, because you would maybe want to, and I said, maybe want to have an abortion. And they said, yeah. And I said, no, I wouldn't. And I, sometimes I think there's a little bit of a death culture Absolutely. telling people they can't have babies and it's never going to happen. And maybe they want to abort. And I think, oh my gosh, let mm-hmm. life happen. People, That's right. you know, and, and I'm not totally anti-medicine by any means. Me neither. I'm going right. to do something a little creative here that I'm putting you on the spot. But okay. we are not live today. 
and we're going to give away the books. Here's how mm-hmm. you can get Jennifer Palomino's two books, Praying Through Your Pregnancy or Praying Through Your Child's Early Years. Mm-hmm. Please email us, because today we're not live, at channelmom at gmail. Channelmom at gmail if you want to be the one to win these books. I hope it's a blessing to you. Secondly, I want to say that um, I- I'm putting Jennifer on the spot here. I'm hoping that we're going to be able to make Jennifer available when this airs for an hour on Facebook after it airs. Absolutely. For anybody mm-hmm. who has, and, and that would mean f- uh, Friday and Saturday, we're going to try to offer her twice, and we'll just see if it works out. So so just go look at our Facebook page, at Channel Mom, and see if we're there ready to chat with you. Because my, my feeling is there's probably somebody out there who's had an abortion or who's mm-hmm. gone through a, a molestation mm-hmm. or rape or a mama who's never prayed for their child and they want to be led through it. Right. So we're going to try to make Jennifer available on our Facebook page, at Channel Mom. It's a mm-hmm. page. you got to go like it, and then you can converse with us. So would you be willing to do that? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. God bless you. So go check us out because I think we're going to be available because we're pre-taping this. I don't know for sure. But Jennifer is a fabulous blessing. She's going to change a lot of moms' lives and a lot of babies' lives and, and our world because moms will be praying for their babies and are praying for their babies. Prayforyourbaby.com. You can find her and her books and her ministry there. Remember to try to win the two books at channelmom at Gmail. God bless you. Thank you for being Thank on the show. You. And God bless Thank your you whole too. family. Thank you for praying for children. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Okay, just so you know, if you want to catch up with us and help us to continue to stay on the air and to podcast and to reach out to moms on the ground, we have a grant for homeless moms. We go into prison and speak to moms. We've been establishing uh, a ministry for postpartum depression moms and moms who are single. We're really trying to help moms so, so that they can raise their children for the, for the sake of our world in a way mm-hmm. that is good and, and loves God. So um, we'd love to have you help us. Just go to channelmom.com and you can click on our donate button there. We'd be so blessed to have your help. We really would. God bless you, every mom out there, for all you do to raise your babies well. Have a beautiful weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.